welcome to the City Point Church podcast. Thanks for joining us. Every day is an opportunity to take hold of. So we hope this message inspires you and builds your faith, that it helps you have more of a God perspective for your day. Enjoy. Before we look ahead at what God can do, why don't we look at what God has done over the last 12 months? Over the last 12 months, the screen will come up. We've had 97 salvations here at City Point North. We have 17 life groups that regularly gather together. We have 92 volunteers who serve on different teams every week. Every week, and you should be part of that. We have over 10,000 volunteer hours served over the last 12 months. And we have over nine and a half thousand times people have attended our services on Sunday, which is so good. So think, calculate how many times you have come. Take that out. You can see what God's doing. Amazing, hey? But let's see what God can do. See, once Jesus had ascended into heaven, the apostles were used by God to set up the church that we know of today and are sitting in here today. In, across the world. God did amazing things through them, but he isn't finished. At this point in history, God's now using you and me. Ephesians 2, 19 to 22 says, Now therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Put your hand up if you are now a fellow citizen with the saints, part of the household of God. So let's keep reading then. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Let me break this down. God is using us, His people, now to build, just as He did 2,000 years ago with His disciples and His apostles. Today, we are still building the physical temple, the building, together as we are now, but for others to come and gather as well, which is always our mission here, but also our personal building, the temple. We are now the temple of the Holy Spirit, and it's a dwelling place for Him, amen? And always, Jesus is the cornerstone on which both of these are built. Your life needs to have Jesus as the, once your faith is in anything else other than Jesus, you are pushing away your cornerstone and you will collapse if you keep on that road. If Jesus is the cornerstone, we must all be in this together then. I haven't seen a cornerstone be the building. But I've seen a cornerstone be the strength of the building. So if Jesus is the cornerstone, we must be the builders and the building. Amen? We are in this 
together. The building of something big and sustaining requires the many, all the talent, all the strength, all the minds, and all the prayers of all the people. So you and I are all in this. We are called to the mission of building and evangelism. Amen? You know, just two weeks ago, um, I was talking with a great friend of mine here in the life of the church, and um, and he brought to me a need that we have in our community, and, and the need is, is tent villages. And um, we know of two areas in our, our community where people are actually living in tents. And... Um, and if you didn't know that, it's actually been happening for a very, very long time. And um, the people in the tents often change. There's kids. It's not just uh, adults. There's kids that live in these tents as well. And it's very sad. And, and we were just talking about this. And, um, and, and after our conversation, he came to me and he just said, you know what, I'm going to put together a team. And we are going to be a loving evangelist team. And we're going to go and start meeting these people in the tents. And we're going to help their initial need, but we're also going to show the love of Jesus and we're going to invite them to church, tell them about the gospel. And, um, you know, we're all in this together, aren't we? It's not just up to the leaders of the church to come up with our new initiative and, and announce it. We are the church we are the church on fire. We are the church with a call and a mission, and we are in this together. Like the disciples 2,000 years ago, every one of us is still called to build the kingdom of God with Jesus as the cornerstone and Jesus as our reason. Who's receiving this this morning? We are all called to play a part to see what God can do. You know, let's see what God can do through us and through our lives. Let's see what God can do through this inner building, the temple of our lives. Let's see what God can do through us and in us, in our lives. And let's see what God can do through this physical building, City Point North, as we are united as an army of God. You know, the Bible says, the gates of hell will not prevail against the army of the Lord. And that means and that tells me we must be in unity, in one step, with one cause, with one reason, and with one cornerstone, who is our reason to be an army. Who wants to be part of an army of God that will see the gates of hell not prevail? Bringing people to Jesus is always our reason. The reason is people's eternity. We must never forget this church. The reason I believe I have breath in my body is to see people come to Jesus. The reason I have breath in my body is not for my career. You know, just like you being in the church, I can be trying to set up my career. You know, YouTubes and photos going everywhere and my messages on everything. I can be trying to build up my career as well. 
but I'm being really honest with you. Almost weekly, I'm coming to God. God, give us strategies, give us new ways, stir my heart, you know, anoint me for greater things. And I'm always talking with Him. I do not want to be promoted. How do I do these things in your name but not get the glory? Because at the end of the day, my life will come and go in the name of Jesus is what reigns. Everyone will stand on a hill. You know how we have this little saying, is that the hill you're going to die on? Everyone's going to stand on the hill and it's the name of Jesus and they will either die on that hill and go to a life of, of you know, anguish and, and, and not a life you kind of want. It's not barbecues, let me tell you that, okay? There's no fun and games going to be there. Or on that same hill, we could be declaring the name. We, we will know Jesus and he will know us. You know, that's the hill of victory that we want to be going to. It must never be forgotten. The purpose for building is people. The purpose of the church, you and I and this building, is people. And the purpose of the gospel that he died for is people. We are part of the greatest purpose on planet Earth. You are part of the greatest purpose. You have the greatest calling that anyone has on planet Earth. We are carriers of the greatest message known to mankind. The greatest message is not how to earn a million dollars in 12 months. Although we would all like that, wouldn't we? That'd be fantastic. I'm with it. But that is not the greatest message. The greatest message is the message we carry in the temple. And we need to shout it out from the hilltops. We need to be burning bright. This is what we are called to, amen? This is why Faith, Love, Hope this year is just so important for us as a church. Get on board with it. Psalms 127 verse 1 says, it's not up on the screens. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, man, the watchman stays awake in vain. This tells me that the Lord wants us to build the house and he wants us to guard our city, church. We are the ones called to guard this city. We are the ones that are called to say, devil, you will not come upon the people of this city. If we don't do it, no one will. This verse is not saying we don't do it because God is the one. It says, unless the Lord builds, they who labor, labor in vain. We are called to labor, just not in vain. We are called to be the watchmen, but stay awake. It's not our city, it's the city of the Lord. And the Lord has called us to guard it with him. We are called to labor and build, but not our own vision. Oh, I think I need to say that again this morning. We are called to labor and you are called to build your life, but not your own vision. We are united in Christ, amen? Those, uh, uh, Galatians, I think it's chapter five, those who are in Christ, listen, listen, 
Those who are in Christ Jesus. In other words, you've said yes to him. Come into my life, God, I give you my life. Those who are in Christ have crucified their passions and their desires. That's what Paul said to us in his holy scriptures. So we are called to build, but not our own vision. We unite in building what God has ordained and where God has united us. It is not a mistake that you are here today and that the hundreds of people part of this church that come over a three-week period, every one of us have been ordained and called by Almighty God to be here. I believe this with all my heart. This is why we don't uh, uh, church surf or, or shop, you know, the old saying about church shopping. Sure, there's seasons in your life, you move house or, or jobs and things like that, and so you check out a few churches, but God wants us to be like a, true, a tree who puts down his roots. Read Psalms chapter 1, right? And when we put down our roots, we grow. Anything that's living grows. If you're not living in your life, you are dead. And you need to bring your life back into God because anything that lives grows. And so when we plant ourselves in the house, what we then do is we say we are ordained to be here. So God, we unite together with my brothers and sisters. We are the army on the north side of Brisbane in Caboolture and the gates of hell will not prevail. Why? Because we're not scattered, but we're in unity and no one can break us down. Our roots are down and we are flourishing. We are growing as a church. We are growing as an individual. We are growing as the temple of God and we are growing as the temple or the building of God here and all. We are a light on the hill that people can see what's the use of a light if no one can see it in the first place. And I know that through the scriptures, if there is a light, darkness flees. So the greater the light, the less the darkness. So that means the greater the church, the less the evil in our community. Are you with me? Here this morning. So we need to grow in faith so that the enemy is, is, is pushed away. When, when we grow, enemy, uh, the darkness recedes. It is pulled back. The only reason why the, the darkness seems to be covering the world is because the church isn't doing what it's been called to. But no longer and definitely not here at City Point North. Are you with me? We will not allow the enemy to bring darkness over our children. All this rubbish going on. In the, like they say that it's okay. Euthanasia is now okay by the government, but it's not okay by the Word of God because he is the giver of life. And if he gives life, he can take the life. The things that are in this world that are coming in our schools, over our churches, we need to rise up in faith, church. And faith, love, hope is part of this. It's us putting us staking the ground and saying we are a tree with a deep root. We will not be shaken. Our leaves will not come off, but we will grow and people will know where to get the sustenance of life at the tree of City Point North. Amen. Which ultimately is Jesus Christ. We are resolute to be part of what God is doing. I was just thinking, I think it was yesterday in the show. And I said, God, I can't do this anymore. And I'm not talking about a give up attitude. I was saying, God, I can't pastor for 20 years and not see revival. 
just can't do it. I can't wake up every day, Monday morning, do my City Point North pastoral, honourable role. I was going to say challenges, but no, it's not challenges. And walk through the things I walk through, have the victories, the downs, the lows, and then next year doing the same. The next year is the same, just a different person. Can't do it. I just can't do it, God. Like, God, how, what is it you want from me? Because I'm going to do it. Like, just, just tell me, what is it just more surrender? Well, I surrender. I'll just surrender. All, every day, every morning, I'm just going to surrender. I'm just going to get, get rid of the rubbish in my life. I'm just going to purify myself. It's going to, whatever this takes, I've got one life, got one career job thing, and God, I have to see my world around me change. Not me personally. I love God. I'm sold out to Him. You know, I need to see the darkness go and the light just shine. I need to see it. And then my prayer also extends, and I also need to see Jesus come back. I don't want to be the generation before me that died. I want to be the generation that sees. And if the rapture happens, I want to be that flying man. <laughs> Who's with me, though? Like, can you seriously just wake up and go to your job tomorrow without a new level of faith, without a new level of expectancy? Yeah, I've just got to do admin here. But God, how can you use me today? Maybe could we have revival here in the admin section? Would you use me today to speak to someone and shed the light of Jesus Christ? To strengthen someone's else life and show them a cornerstone for their world that's called Jesus and help them build their, their life? Could I point them to the church and they would see the bright light shining? They know who we are in this district. Do you know, you see what I'm saying? God, would your glory be on me more than ever before so I'm radiant today when I go to work? And so when I attract people, I'm actually just attracting them to you. You know, I'm attracting them to the glory of the Lord on my life. If that's you, you need to be at the prayer meeting tonight because prayers get saturated in the glory of God.